Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. So as we loom closer to January 20th, we now have an all-out, full-scale war going on with not only uh, President Trump, but also the 73 or 74 million conservatives that voted for him. And I suppose what we're trying to figure out right now as a society is whether Donald Trump is a lunatic or could it be that he is one of the most patriotic citizens the United States has ever had. For four years, our president has had to fight with the media, the Democrats, the Rhino Republicans, And for what? His only mission for the last four years has been to make America great again. And he did this by trying to put America with its workers, its resources, and its agenda in front of everybody else out there in the world. Oh, he didn't stop giving things to help out aid and things uh, for foreign countries. But he made sure, or at least he tried to, that things were being taken care of here at home. That our military was protecting itself against all others. That we had cheap energy sources. That we didn't have bureaucracy bogging down things for construction purposes. He also went after the political correctness out there so that we could once again say that it was okay to say somebody looked nice the way they were dressed, or Merry Christmas. It was okay to be a person of color or a person not of color. And he wanted to get back to the strict rule of law based on how a law was written, not how it was being interpreted by judges, but by the way it was intended and the way it was written. Now, you would think that in any other time in our American history... This kind of an approach would have been applauded. I, I, I mean, who wouldn't get behind this kind of thing? And yet, he was fought tooth and nail the entire time. He was villainized. He had charges brought against him. Uh, he was spied on. Russia hoax. Ukrainian phone call. Person after person for sexual misconduct. None of it stuck. But what it did do is it hindered his ability to govern our nation. And it was the liberal left who used this to get our eye off the center of the table here and always having to recover based on the the charge of the week that was being brought against this president and anybody that he was affiliated with. God only knows the greatness that could have been done in these last four years with just a little bit of help. And when I say a little bit of help, I, I, I mean the, the House of Representatives for half a year, which is when they were controlled by the Democrats, 
didn't agree or pass one thing that the president was trying to push forward on an agenda basis. Uh, short of continuing resolutions for money to keep the government running. And even those, they were always taken to the brink of shutdown. And yet, amazingly enough, certainly until the pandemic hit, this president of ours gave us the strongest military. He stopped immigration from overflowing into our, illegal immigration, I should say, from overflowing into our country. He made us proud to be Americans again. He made America great again. And yet it pissed off the establishment left, the establishment Republicans, the cronies out there, the ones making money by shipping our American jobs overseas, cheap international labor, and the move towards globalism. When Trump ran originally, and he said he was going to drain the swamp. There was no way President Trump would have ever thought the swamp was as deep and nasty and vicious as what it turned out to be. And in the end, we found out that no matter how hard this man tried, and he did try hard, he couldn't keep up with fighting against big tech. He couldn't keep up against major media sources, nor the constant threats of impeachment, legal cases against him from the liberal left. Hey, let's face it. If over half the country, which in the past has always gotten their news media from, you know, NBC, CBS, ABC, which purportedly are news agencies, but if for four years all you heard was 95, 98% negative stories about President Trump, after a while, you're going to start believing it, right? And that's exactly what we did. We have a half, over half of our country. It's the only way to get their news. And they actually believe some of that Mickey Mouse stuff that is being poisoned out there. Unreal. Totally unreal that that's, this could have happened in our country. But even then, we get to get up to election time. And unfortunately, we were presented as a nation, or as a world actually, with this COVID-19 virus, which by the way, did start in China. Yet another story that was covered up by the media, disregarded by them. Frankly, Senator Cotton was ostracized for even suggesting it. And yet, now all of a sudden, the World Health Organization says, oops, it looks like it was started in a laboratory in Wuhan, China. But back to the election. This Wuhan, China flu allowed the liberal left an opportunity that they seized upon. And I don't care. We see it with this fake news media about how everything was fabricated. But there is no way in the world that this election was not stolen not just from President Trump. Oh, no. We had other senators out there. The two senators in Georgia, in fact. And we also had some House of Representatives that were hindered. And they were hindered because the Democrats were allowed to promote the absentee ballot. And this absentee ballot was thrown on everybody within the last 60 to 90 days prior to the election. And it allowed nothing but fraud 
to take place. <laughs> oh, it was thrown out all these court cases that President Trump and his team alleging fraud because of no proof, none of this. Now, that's not true at all, friends. You know what? The reason that none of those court cases took it up truly is because no one wanted a civil war. It's not that there wasn't plenty of evidence. There is. There's videos. There's over a thousand people that signed affidavits talking about fraud, all of which were in, in at least these six blue cities, sanctuary cities, predominantly Democrat. And I know it sounds like we're beating a dead horse by saying that it was our imagination that these people that continually put these extra uh, votes without creases in them in the machine, then in the machine again, then in the machine again, that somehow they couldn't add up to enough votes to have changed the election. The election, by the way, which was stopped midstream once it looked like Trump was going to win. And interestingly enough, when you go to the voting numbers and by hour, that there were spikes straight up, straight up, which means 100% votes for Biden, by the way, during the period of time when no one was supposed to be counting anything. And there certainly were no people in there observing what was going on. So now when they say Trump was inciting a riot on the day that the joint Senate and House was going to verify the electoral votes, you are so absolutely wrong. There were 200,000 people sitting out there, flags flying, patriotic. You know why they were there? And do you know why Trump was there? Because he was trying to plead one more time before this mistake of an ill-voted-in president took place to just take the time to investigate some of these hundreds and hundreds of irregularities out there. He didn't say fight or call to arms or create violence. No, he didn't do that whatsoever. And you know what? You'll notice that the major media has never once, still to this day, shown anything in his speech uh, or his actions which would have remotely asked for that to happen. In fact, if you put the time frames together, you'll see that that breaking in of the Capitol happened before he was even done his speech. But that's conveniently left out. Because according to the media and, and, and the liberal left and Nancy Pelosi and all of them, this was his call to arms for all his white supremacist supporters. Oh, please, don't bring this into a... You know, everything has to be taken down to suppressed people when you talk about the left... This is not anything to do with white supremacy or anything to that effect. Just look into some of these allegations. That's all that was being asked for. And it was shoved aside. And we were stuffed. And we are now being told by the liberal left, shut up, sit down, and accept it. It's our turn is exactly what they're saying. And, and on the other side of their lips, they're saying... What we need to do is to have unity. Unity, my ass. I'm telling you what, for four years, you know what we had for unity? Zilch. Zilch. And now they're expecting everybody to cowtail down. I say everybody. Everybody on the right's 
aside anyway, to cowtail down and say, hey, oh, okay, we're back to normal now. I don't think so. I don't think so. And now we have the results of uh, the House of Representatives who insisted on impeaching Trump for a second time on a, a, a charge that was never even debated, brought up, defended, nothing. Purely because they had the, the majority and they could do that. And they did this seven days before the president is to leave office. So why do it? <laughs> I'll tell you, there's no question about it. It has nothing to do with his dereliction of job duty. Uh-uh. They don't want him to run again in four years. In fact, they don't want to see Trump rallies. They don't want to see the throngs of conservatives out there with any chance that they might get back into power, starting with the House of Representatives, in two years. Forget the president in four years. They want not to get rid of Trump. They want to get rid of Trumpism. And the sooner we as conservatives in this country understand exactly what they're doing to us, the better chance we have of bringing America back to greatness, out of this control, this move towards globalism and socialism and, and, and suppression and oppression, all these things. Yeah, that's right. Trump was no lunatic. Trump was almost a savior for the United States. And we let him get out. And it's a shame. We should be out there supporting that man and thanking him from the bottom of our hearts. He gave us pride. He gave us dignity. He indeed made America great again. And for that, I thank you, President Trump. I'll still keep my little 45 shirt and my Trump flag. I don't know where it's going to lead us in our nation for the next four years. God hope we can get through this thing without turning into a Cuba or Venezuela. Get together, people. Obviously, see what's going on. Do what you can. And for that, I thank you for joining my podcast. Take care. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.